I've you... heard of assault. 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 You're joking. No, assault. Assault. Yeah, assault. You're going to assault someone? Yes. You mean insult? No, assault. Assault? Yo, hey, what's up, man? Check out the new Confidently Unqualified podcast. All right, episode six, welcome back. You know, episode five, freaking awesome. Loved having Har- having Harper in as our guest. How do you mm-hmm. feel about Harper? I thought she nailed it. Um we got good feedback feedback from the the fam, the fans, the audience. Um, I think she by far had the best movie list. Yeah. Oh my god, her movie list was. I mean, just the dynamics of hers compared to ours. I mean, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, her versus us because ours were the same fucking list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had three of the same. Is that what it was? I got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, you claim to watch <laughs> all these movies and be this big movie guy. Two movies a day. I'm two movies a year. Why the hell did we have the same list? You must have really good taste in movies. That's what. That's how I'm going to take it. But man, um, no, I went for things that are actually my favorite. There's movies that I left off that are like good movies, but like you know, I wouldn't watch them again. But yeah, you like went with your heart. Good movie. Yeah, went with my heart. Went with what's always been my favorite. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street is kind of a new favorite, but still, yeah. Well, it's been out for six years. No, more than that. Like I think it was 2013. It came out 2012. Yeah. yeah. 11 years 12 years oh don't say that <laughs> 10 year reunions coming up i thought yeah anyway i haven't even hit my five-year reunion <laughs> yet <laughs> oh lord well we got some awesome stuff planned for this episode you know uh, we got our fill my cup segment that we'll be doing but you know mm-hmm. honestly just welcome back um we're here for our sixth episode. Uh, the first five episodes have been received, I feel like, really well. We've gotten mm-hmm. some good feedback. Um, mm-hmm. And we're just going to build on it. Yeah. Shout out to Courtney. I know we don't usually shout out everyone who gives us feedback, but she gave us this <laughs> long, uh, really awesome comment on Facebook. Uh, she binged all five episodes on her way to Phoenix or something like that. And that's just, that's uh, cool. Yeah. Every, everyone's like, I, I guess... When we got into this, we thought it'd be a lot of just support because they're family and friends. I didn't think we would get this many people being like, dude, you guys are like, like we love it. Like, yeah. It's fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, Something that I've been getting a lot of feedback on is the quality. I feel like... Hey, that's all you. I've had some people that are like, dude, the quality is like, the production sounds good. I yeah. was like, really? Because really? when because I listen we, to it and I'm like... It, I feel we like just call on the phone. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the quality is not that far off for what we're working with. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, um, the feedback's been great. We're just going to keep going. I, you'd be proud of me. I've waited six episodes to plug my, uh, my rap career. Um, (laughs) It's, it's funny because that's how that felt going to the studio, putting out just dumb songs on SoundCloud. The feedback was always like, well, not really in a rap, but love you, you know, love that you're pursuing whatever you're pursuing. And, so I always appreciated that, but this feels like a um, something to be hungry towards and something to be driven towards because people are like, all right, giving feedback, like talk about this or maybe change this mm-hmm. or tweak that. 
that's been my favorite part. That's what keeps podcasts going is the mm-hmm. fan interaction and people just like writing in like everyone has mm-hmm. been. Um, and if you haven't yet, go f- uh, add us on Facebook. You know, we, we mm-hmm. post a lot about our episodes. Um, go follow us on Twitter, TikTok. We post a lot. We need to create a Facebook page. We should. And we need to create an Instagram. Yeah. But I feel like posting on our individual Instagrams is better because mm-hmm. they have I have almost 800 followers in you. Right. Yeah. Sick brag. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good plug. I, I agree with you, though. Uh, those things will come. We're like you said, we're six episodes in and mm-hmm. just still having fun and growing. Yeah. And growing. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so with that, do we want to start our Fill My Cup segment? Let's do it. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I want to go first. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I actually was struggling to find a story that I was like interested in talking about like myself, like mm-hmm. getting into. So this isn't much of a story, but I've noticed recently Deion Sanders, he's the new coach of the Colorado yep. um, football team. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Scobles. really good in the NFL when he played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. If you had to... And this isn't a right or wrong answer. If you had to like name one word and you can't say prime time to describe Deion Sanders, what would it be? Enthusiastic. Okay. How about another one? Uh, That's not bad. I I want you to say one that. mm, I mean, just from the clips I've seen him since he's gone to Colorado, I would say. No, 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 no. As a player, just kind of as a a whole. Yeah. Electric. Huh? Electric. Electric. Yeah. Wouldn't you say he's flashy or cocky? Yeah. I mean, those were the two words I was hoping to yeah. find something like that, which that's okay. You did good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So I don't know if you've seen, there's been multiple videos online of him like kicking players out of like weight rooms for not wearing the right colored socks. Yep. And saying, you're not allowed to wear hats as he's wearing a hat. Mm hmm. And just building this culture that is so 1960. And I have two ways of thinking about it. The first way is the millennial way of saying, like, let the kids be kids. Let them have their personality. If they're wearing a hat or not wearing a hat, it's not going to change who they are or as a player, as a student, as whatever. But the other half of me is like, well, I do appreciate that the lost art of um, discipline and building leaders, not players. Yes. And being a team, not individual. I do appreciate that to an extent, but I lean more towards the other side. And who is this coming from? This is coming from <laughs> the flashiest player who a team called him on draft day and he said, nah. I don't know why you're talking to me on the phone. I'm going to be get taken way before your pick is up. <laughs> Just the cockiest. And I love primetime. He's in my Mount Rushmore of favorite players mm-hmm. of all time. But it's just a, it's just a weird message that – I think it's a confusing message. Like – they just want to be like you, bro. But now you're telling them you, as you're riding in on your fucking hoverboard with your sh- shades <laughs> and your sick chain and your hat, telling everyone they need to all fucking dress the same. I get it. You got to earn your stripes, but not really a story for me. Just more of a, a bone to pick with one of my yeah. favorite players of all time. I mean, for me, I see it as like a, you know, it's kind of a lost thing in these days of, mm-hmm. um, keeping the players in check almost. I feel like a lot of college coaches don't have enough of that, mm-hmm. but I also think there's a happy middle ground between the two that I think he's kind of gone over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I feel like there's a happy middle ground that if he can get to that, or if coaches can get to that, I feel like it's going to make just sports in general better. Cause I feel like 
players that are given everything are much more like the prime time. And yeah, a prime time here and there is fun, but a whole team of people that act like prime time is not something fun. Yeah. To watch. If, if everyone acted like it, yeah. You'd yeah. Be a bunch of fucking, like, yeah. Okay. I hear that. Um, another thing that I thought of while coming up with this story, cause I didn't really, it's not even really a story was <laughs> even just the difference between when I was a freshman to when like you became a senior, which was only 10 years, 11 years. I know that's in the grand scheme, that's only a decade. It went from everybody wearing the same socks, the Benetton way, no visors, no everybody, (laughs) no spat, everybody dressed the exact same to by the time that you were a senior, you kind of got to wear whatever you wanted. As long as you wore the same pants, helmet, Jersey, everything else was kind of up to you. Yeah. And I know it's a small thing, but it's that same message that I thought was kind of changing as a whole, as uh, I don't know if you want to say a generation as far as the you know football industry specifically, but I don't know. I just feel like it was a different step from a guy who you wouldn't expect it from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure from him, I wouldn't expect it. It would be like Allen Iverson doing the mm-hmm. same thing in basketball. Yeah. The old head in me wants to be like, nice, teach nice. these kids yeah. some lessons and manners. And then the other half of me is like, you didn't go that way. You wanted it to be a certain way. Yeah. Let the kids. He led the change. They got NIL deals now. now. Let yeah. them express themselves. Speaking of NIL deals, did you see Arch Manning's NIL value mm-hmm. was $3.7 million, Yeah. Which is more than Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. That's more than his NIL value. That's insane. So think of it. What does the N stand for? Um, I name. Don't know. Oh, cool. So Manning, yeah, it's name image. Manning, the right? N alone is making him yes ninety percent of that. Yep. Um, image, you don't really know likeness. No one really likes. I mean, him. it helps that he's really good too. Fun. But yeah, his name carries yeah, two point seven. The same, you know who's that. number one? Who? Uh, in all college sports, not just football, is Ronnie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, makes name. sense. <laughs> and then yeah. Caleb Williams is the image and likeness. Like he's mm-hmm. made a name for himself. He transferred. He was electric last year. Everybody's saying he's the next Mahomes. So that makes sense. But yeah, interesting list. Yeah. Um, well, my fill my cup, uh, it's kind of a funny one in my opinion. Let's go. Uh, it's a new story out of Wisconsin. Um, so an arsonist, okay. Mm -hmm. An arsonist from Wisconsin was caught in a very odd way. They originally found DNA on a Mason jar at the scene of the arson that he was pulling off. Mm -hmm. The DNA wasn't a um, good enough match for them to find him or like find anything about him. They couldn't really find anything off the DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was uh, ultimately the trail went cold. The police investigating it, they couldn't really figure anything out uh, until he got arrested when he was trying to leave from Boston Airport to Guatemala. He got arrested by TSA. He escaped TSA and was on the run. Uh, they were chasing him to a parking garage where he ultimately got in his truck and drove away. But before he got in his truck, he had a a fast food bag with a burrito in it mm-hmm. that he was eating off of. He threw it away on his way to the parking garage. The cops found it, got a DNA match, went to his house and arrested him. And he is facing up to 20 years in prison. Oh shit. So from a burrito. <laughs> so the T- TSA caught him from DNA. No, they caught him because he had a warrant out for his name. Oh, um, that wasn't the arson. 
It was just something else. Just something else. Hey, you know, crime can get tiring. Sometimes you got to fuel up. <laughs> you got to be your best. Dude, it was so funny how they were describing it in the news article. They were like, it was a, a burrito, half-eaten burrito, and wrapped in a wax paper bag. And I was like, why do you have to say it's wax paper? Just That's say it's what... paper. Yeah, does that... Yeah, hey, why leave it out of the story? Does that... Like, eat the whole burrito. Would that have helped you cause? <laughs> or, I mean, if you're running from TSA and the cops, don't throw it away. Throw it in your truck. You don't have don't time get for that a fucking burrito. Where did he get the burrito? Did he, like, high-speed chase from the cops and go, oh, but Philip just can't pass that up. <laughs> he's, We've all been there. He's, like, running from TSA and he, like, passes it and he's like, that's so really fucking do. good. Maybe he was being chased. Made a hot right into the fucking Filiberto's parking lot and went, well, I got some time to kill. <laughs> I like to think that he stole it from a kid. I love, yeah, I love that your imagination can take it wherever you want. Yeah. He stole it from a kid? Yeah. Imagine just a kid sitting in a food Walking airport Walking by, be like, buddy, you don't know what I'm going through right <laughs> now. You're going to have to go buy another. Yeah. He's like, you're fucked, buddy. I'm Kick taking a couple burrito. Bugs. Damn. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just thought it was a funny news story. I didn't know there wasn't a whole lot of news today that wasn't political. So yeah, with yeah, with everything that's happened in the last couple of days, it, it was hard to not. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at too. With like, I mm-hmm. couldn't find a story worth talking about. Yeah, we can save our political views on some of the things that have been happening for a, a private conversation because there's no reason to get into yeah so politics I, or religion on this show. I thought it was really funny because I called it the show, dude. That just wow. felt official. that felt good. <laughs> um, We're sitting in this, mom's office. <laughs> this news article was reported by BBC, so it wasn't even like an Big American-based black. company. Oh, really? <laughs> Look at us, roles reversed. <laughs> um, so I was like, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. none of the American news outlets are going to be posting this, but yeah, this hey, reminded me of a uh, like the Florida man. Blank yeah. Wisconsin man. We should do that by burrito on one of the episodes. Do the have you ever seen where you type that in Florida man and then type in your birthday? Yep. See what comes up. Oh, I know mine. But you already know yours. Yeah, I've done it awesome. before. It's something with an alligator. Maybe that could be. Oh, yeah. Color me shocked. Yeah, yeah. We should do that on one of the episodes. Make it a segment or something. Florida man blank. We should do it on Kayla's episode. There you go. We're already oh, doing yeah. the food sensitivity test. Yep. There's a little teaser for you. We got a food sensitivity. What? How long was that? Um, it's going to be like two more weeks. So okay. So in a couple of weeks, we'll have a food sensitivity test uh, review. Yeah. So it's going to be me, you, and Kayla. Mm-hmm. We'll all sit around three siblings comparing a food sensitivity test and how different they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're going to ask Kayla about some probably like astrology or. Yeah, it's something. She's into the zodiac signs. And yeah. that's, that's a fun thing to talk about. Whether uh, hey, we're I qualified know. or not doesn't matter. Um, Pisces, Saturn, I think, is in Pisces <laughs> for the next three years, yeah. which is supposed to bring good luck to Pisces. And if uh, you don't know me, I am a Pisces, mm. so it's supposed to be bringing good luck to me. to me for the next three years. Oh yeah, whatever you want to believe in. <laughs> Kayla will talk more about it. Stay tuned. <laughs> Um, so I had some questions for you. I love this. So I'm being interviewed. <laughs> yes. I All wanted right. to talk a little bit about the rap game. You did mention your rap music uh, mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. I am the and best in the game. You, <laughs> you've always been like really into rap uh, since I've, you know, remember you started driving and, mm-hmm. and you just always kind of been a part of that. Can I explain where it all started? Absolutely. Lil Wayne. Was that one of the questions? No. Did you say Lil Wayne? Yeah. It's a good it's a good uh, foundation 
Um, it I, all started. I remember you talked about Lil Wayne a lot when yeah. we were growing up. So Lil Wayne was hot when I was like 12 to 14, which is definitely early in the rap, um, my rap life. What got me into rap was Like Mike, the movie. Yep. Um, Party Up by DMX. <laughs> I just loved the song. Uh, I loved what the scene with the song in it. So much so that I was like, hey, mom, I need to get the album that this song is on. Now, I don't know if you know DMX like uh, I do. I, I know that song was on a kid's movie. It was the clean version. It was a song that's been played a billion times that is cleaned up for clubs and kids. That album was not <laughs> the clean version. Yeah. And I'm playing it one day and my and mom walks in and I'm eight or nine years old. And she's like, what the hell are you listening to? <laughs> And I'm just jamming out to DMX. Yeah. And that was the beginning of my love for rap. My intro to rap music was from you, I think in your Mustang or your C10. <laughs> it was in either one of those, and it was Mac Miller and Lil Wayne. Yep. You had them on a loop, and we were just mm-hmm. listening to Mac Miller and Lil Wayne. That was like my first intro to rap music. Our parents were never into any kind of music like that they were always you know the what got, hard rock and older country right yeah they were never into rap but you know what got mom to come around to my love for rap russ. was mac miller mac miller so she, i every time i put on russ she has like songs by russ that mm-hmm. she really likes i remember i put on i'll be there by mac miller which is mm-hmm. a song that he yep. sings about his mom yeah. it's a little bit more it's of my a, favorite mac miller song if you didn't know wow yeah Look i'll be that. there Full is my favorite mac the, miller song the, uh podcast <laughs> yeah that's fun but yeah, so you had some questions. So I just wanted to, I, I always like to uh, preface. It's just a story I like to tell because it's kind of a funny one. Yeah, no, it's a good story. Um, yeah, so I had, you know, just some, I wrote down some rappers' names and I wrote down a question which with each of them. I love it. Okay. So this the is on one, the spot. This is but on the spot. I'm the kind of guy that I feel like I struggle with. Um, I know a lot about a little. Mm-hmm. So when there's a lot of small talk in the real world or in the work field, I find myself just like agreeing or nodding and just kind of smiling away, <laughs> boys, it. you know? Yeah. This is one of the topics that I know a lot about that I'm ready to improv on the spot, give you, give it to you. I'm you know? more concerned about the people that we listen to are so different. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Shoot it. Um, so one person that me and you both have started to like a lot, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was the first person ever signed to Diamond Records, which is Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Caitlyn's music. Mm-hmm. Um, she is one of the only female rappers that I can listen to. Oh, controversial take! On I know podcast. controversial take. I don't. <laughs> it's just something about how like the female rappers like deliver. They don't do it in the right way. They try doing it like mm-hmm. if they have a voice like a guy. Yeah, uh, I feel like Caitlyn plays to her strengths. So, so I was just wondering, how do you feel about the female rappers right now? Um, I'm not going to go out of my way while I'm driving in the car to turn on a female rapper. And that's not to be sexist. I listen to music to enjoy the story or relate to the story. And I just don't have that female rapper. I'm not saying it's not out there. I just don't know who that is. The reason I kind of like Caitlyn is because of I know her story. She posted on TikTok on a TikTok challenge with Russ, (laughs) just thinking nothing of Mm -hmm. it. And it turned into a song that he because he loved it so much. And then she blew up. I love her story. And in tune, that makes you want to go follow her music. Just like this podcast. People listen to it. They know our story. Then they want to keep listening to it. It's the same concept. 
I have the most respect for Nicki Minaj for the longevity of her career and the takeover she's had over the mm-hmm. last 15 years. I think she does. I think she's my female goat, to be honest. Goat, I think yeah. Lauren Hill is good, but I think she was a little bit more of an R&B style. Um, Lil' Kim has respect. Uh, but to me, you really like Nicki Young Ma too. Young M.A. Young M.A., yeah. yeah. She's, she's, I do like her a lot. Um, but Nicki Minaj is, the, is my goat. Yeah. I respect the hell out of her music. Again, not when I'm going to go turn on in the car. Mm-hmm. But anytime it's on, I'm like, dude, she, she's got it. She bangs, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like in that, like 2009 to 2014 range. Young Money. Yeah. She yeah. was on, that, that was her prime. There was no one better. Yeah. Male or female, I, I to be honest with you, mm-hmm. her and Drake. I mean, I know that's so cliche, but I mean, she, at the time she they ran were the, the two. She best. ran it, dude, yeah. as a female too, which was not really ever heard of. It felt like on the Billboard, like through that time period, it was Nikki Drake or mm-hmm. I mean, someone else. Lil Wayne, yeah, Lil Wayne, yeah, or <laughs> yeah. someone else that was just popping off at the time. But I felt like Nikki or Drake were always in the yeah. top ten. So always. I'm sure Nikki's listening to this right now. Yeah, I give her all the flowers. <laughs> Shout out, Nikki. Um, so on the topic of Caitlyn, I had Russ as the next one. Mm. Um, so me and you are both lovers of Russ. Um, I, uh, not, uh, Hey Russ, I hope you're listening. Uh, I'm He's probably I was listening the, too. Dude, we got the world by storm. Dude. <laughs> uh, I was in the top 0.1% of his Spotify listeners this past year. Okay. Um, I was too. You motherfucker. No, just a side note. What the hell does that even mean? Like out of everyone that listened to him, like no, they... I know what percentage means. Oh, sorry, I I'm saying that. that. Like, what does that actually mean? We yeah. listen to a hundred songs instead of just one. I okay. What I'm trying to say is those numbers seem like bullshit. It's minutes on like of his listeners, basically. Okay, right. like whoever listened to the most minutes broken down into percentiles, mm-hmm. like when you're a kid. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so with that, um, the quality over quantity debate and rap, I feel like Russ is, he puts out a lot like Mm -hmm. he, um, every year or like at least last year and the year before he did that song every Friday leading up to, right. That's how he became famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a, like a line where quantity is like less sought after than quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Russ in his um, circumstances, I feel like I only like really like like one out of like five songs mm-hmm. that he does. I always listen to all of them and mm-hmm. most of the time I'll add all of them onto my playlist, but mm-hmm. only one of them, like I'll really have that connection with. I agree with that. So I was, you know, think getting your question on like for the people that are just listening to the artists, like, do you think that would be like more quantity or quality? Well, as two guys who follow Russ, we look forward to that song Mm -hmm. every week. Now, once that happens, whether it's good or not is a different story. Um, But I see a lot of like rappers nowadays, and I'm not going to mention any because I I don't, I'm not throwing any hate. It's just kind of an observation. You see these guys that are like, oh, he's put out four mixtapes this year. And you're like, what does that even mean? Like he put together... 20 songs four times a year that all just sound the same and have no substance to them. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. I think that kind of quality or yeah. Quantity is different than putting out a song a week. I think the song a week again, not to sound like I'm like 
up there with these guys. But as someone who's made music before, it's nothing to record one song a week. Yeah. So um, the reason that I brought this up is someone tweeted at Russ. They're like, hey, Russ, you know, all your songs sound so unique. And like, how do you, uh, how long does it take you to make a song? Because all the production that goes into it or sounds like it goes into it. It sounds like it takes you a few days to make a song. And Russ replied, takes me 30 minutes to make the beat and three and a half hours to do everything else that goes into the song. Right. He's like, I can make a song in four hours. So I saw that tweet too. The The thing that jumped out to me about that tweet was that he said that he masters it as he goes. Yeah. That's not That's normal. Not, yeah. Usually you got, well, the crazy thing that I admire about, that we admire about Russ is that he does it all himself. Mm-hmm. That's great. He preaches that. Everyone knows that. Diamond, about him. Diamond Productions. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is when you record with someone, they don't master it right there because they're clicking all the software and making sure you're good to go for your next, you know, recording mm-hmm. spot. He must have it all set up to where he knows exactly what to do. Click this lever to this spot, this lever to this spot. He's done it. I mean, how, you know, for over a decade, <laughs> one a week, yeah. he's done it a billion times. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was crazy to just be able to have it. Because mixing and mastering, it's probably it takes the longest weeks. part. Yeah, a lot of the times when guys go like, "All right, album's done," and then you don't hear it for like four more months, a lot of that's mastering mm-hmm. and mixing and making sure it sounds all good. And he's like, "I do that right there on the spot." Yeah. So, yeah, the um, his career is admirable in the sense that he can drop whenever he wants, and he records it and makes it all the way he wants every time. So along those same lines of, you know, he does it all himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mixes and masters it while he's creating it. And he's one of the only people that does that. Another person that's kind of like that is Lil Wayne when he uh, he doesn't write down any of his lyrics. He thinks about his lyrics and he has what he's going to say in mind, but he doesn't mm-hmm. write them down. So, I've heard this about Lil Wayne and Jay-Z, and I just have such a hard time believing it. I See, with Lil Wayne, I believe it. Jay-Z, I don't necessarily believe it, but I haven't seen enough about Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z is a little bit before your time. In the 90s, he basically claimed that he threw his notepad away because he was frustrated and then never wrote down again. Oh. and Which is basically the same as Lil Wayne in terms of they freestyle it. But you got to understand that that's not all a freestyle in one take. It's, yeah, obviously. You say a line, ooh, that sounded good. I'm going to remember that. You say a line, ooh, that sounded good. I'll remember that. I still just have a hard time believing that it's all freestyle. I mean, they're like... Some of Lil Wayne's lyrics, there's no way he thought of that on the spot. There's <laughs> so just no way. The, I was watching an interview with Lil Wayne, and it was really funny because they were um, they were playing rapper crap. Have you ever heard of that? Um, I think I have, yeah. So the, it's getting really popular on YouTube right now when they interview rappers. They uh, find rap bars, and then they make rap bars. Like Oh, yeah. And then Lil they, Wayne's got to be the hardest dude, one. They say him to rappers, <laughs> and they see if they can guess if it's rapper crap. Yeah, and they were interviewing Lil Wayne and said a Lil Wayne bar, and he goes, "Man, that's so fucking oh, yeah. crazy. No one was saying no that. way I said that." Yeah, yeah. and then they were like, like "No, this actually, is a real song." Yeah, it was actually you. It was like on, uh, uh, it was on like Drop the World or something. Yeah, like that. a testament to how many how much drugs he's done. Yeah, he doesn't even fucking. He was like, his "Man, I said that. I'm crazy." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's funny. Yeah, um, and then the next one I had on the list, uh, Kendrick. Do you think Kendrick's the goat? Uh, no, not the goat. No, I think he has cemented himself, um, career-wise, as a top five, top seven. But no, he's not the goat. Not the goat. Who no. do you have a goat? Um, 
to the average listener, yes, to the one, you know, to anyone who – it's the same thing as saying who's the GOAT in the NBA, who's the GOAT in the NFL. Go at what? At lyrics, at delivery, at mm-hmm. drawing a crowd, at who knows? My See, overall, that's what's crazy about rap is there's so many different things that you mm-hmm. can dissect from a song. Yeah, the number one lyricist of all time will always be Nas to me. He's – yeah. And unless you listen to his music, which I understand is hard to do because it's not a lot of upbeat. It's not a lot of club music or crowd, like draw the crowd in, but by far the best lyricist I've ever heard. Um, Eminem is up there. Lil Wayne is up there. Kendrick, Tupac. See, that's my thing with rap. J. I love lyricists. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm about the lyrical rap. I don't really... You know, the mumble rap really pisses me off. It's really hard for me to listen to it. <laughs> pisses you it off. pisses me off. You know, I've learned to... Like, what are you saying? Speak yeah. up! <laughs> I've learned to just appreciate it for art, whether you like it or not. The mumble rap is its own thing. Yeah, I'm not going to go listen to it myself. But rather than hating it, I've kind of just learned to be like, good for those guys for being able to draw a crowd. And they obviously did something right because people listen. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kind of appreciate their grind, but yeah, I'm not gonna go turn it on. And yeah, I'm not gonna ever understand it, but I'm gonna appreciate. Like the, if one of my art. buddies is like, "Dude, check this out!" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's it's a banger. I like the beat." Right. I'm not but, gonna say I like the lyrics, and you're never gonna listen them. to it again. Yeah, right. I couldn't hear the lyrics, so right. Um. So my next one, uh, J Cole. How do you feel about J Cole's leave of ab- absence that he's kind of been taking? Because he hasn't released in like two years now. Um, or, or did he have something recently come out? Yeah, the off season I think was at the end of 2021. He's a slow releaser. Yeah, he takes a couple of years. He's kind of like uh, um, Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q took yeah, a while. Yeah, Schoolboy Q takes a long time too. Um, I think there is value in taking your time and kind of the opposite of the quantity versus or, or the yeah. you know the quality side of rather than quantity because when Schoolboy Q does release an album. It's freaking impeccable yeah and j cole is kind of the same way j cole for me i've always loved him but have never thought he was the goat or mm-hmm. not in the goat conversation until the last two years dude he has had some of the best verses on features i've ever like verses best verses i've ever heard and they've all been on features yeah like so the one on johnny Peace caddy middle child middle is child still is one, one of my like top mm-hmm. played songs on spotify yep and that was a single he you know, released kind of in the middle of his albums, mm-hmm. his Johnny P's caddy verse, his London with Bia verse. Dude, I love London. Dude, those two, and then he's put out a couple. He just put out for Creed three. Uh, he put out a song. That one was incredible. I think one of the best freestyles of all time was him on L.A. Leakers. Those four things alone have like kind of made me think he is in the conversation. Have you heard Lil Dicky's XXL cipher? my favorite his freshman it's, it's so oh good. no 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 okay yeah that one that one's funny no his sway freestyle his sway is really good it's yeah. one of my favorite freestyles okay what's up with sway and getting all the good freestyles he's on shade 45 dude he's a big deal yeah but i mean sway, sway's like, been doing it for a long dude, time like all the don't good, disrespect sway no, i'm not disrespecting sway i'm like mm, dude how what did he do to get all of the best like freestyles ever Sway, come on the pod. We can chat. Yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about your upbringing. Sway. Come on. <laughs> so what? We got to get Nikki on. We got to get Russ on, and we got to get. Sway. Well, they're listening, so yeah, they can fall in line behind. Yeah, Wayne, you guys can. Wayne, the Rock Johnson and, and yeah. Kayla and you Spike. Know, I wouldn't mind Kevin Hart. Um, we'll fit him in somewhere. 
<laughs> we'll find time for them. Uh, you know, we got a busy set of uh, guest stars coming on. Um, so the next rapper I wanted to ask you about, NF. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you don't listen to NF very much. And he's coming out with a new album. He's came out with two songs uh, for this new album. Okay. So I wanted to preface this question with NF in all of the albums that he's released so far. I believe it's three that he's released so far. Mm-hmm. I love those three albums, but um, he's with this new album is tying all three of them together. So he's making a story out of all three of his albums and tying it in with this one. Hmm. So all of the music videos he's released so far, he's in black shirt, black pants, black hat, black makeup, black shoes. In this new album, he's in all white. He's um, all of his like um, some of his older songs are like therapy session and mansion, which is like him in his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the voices echoing in his head in his mansion. Um, in this new album, he's all in white. He's in these beautiful pastures. He's on the beach in these in these ones. He's um, showing his evolution into a happy person. He yeah, like a, a mental health thing. So mm-hmm. he had a kid between these two, uh, his last album and this album. He said he always had plans to tie it into a, a happier version, but the kid having a kid accelerated it. Hmm. Uh, he said that having a kid has like helped him find that happiness. Hmm. So with that, as someone who's always like NF and you know, you haven't really listened to him that much. Mm-mm. How do you feel about like the storytelling across different albums? Cause I feel like for some people it's too long to wait. Um, and I feel like he w- would lose people after albums getting to that. That's a good point. You just made at the end where it, I don't think there is a timetable on people will wait. The yeah. true listeners, the true fans will wait. Mm-hmm. I don't think you, you as an artist should put that, you know, that pressure on yourself. My only critique is that you said he has always had this plan of making the happy album. It's like when you were in your sad moments, did you just go, I'm going to be happy one day and that's when I'm (laughs) going to put that album out. And then like forced yourself good for him if he actually is happy, but it it just is kind of a weird thing. Like it's going to go in this order, whether it's actually how my life goes or not. So some of his songs, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, and I totally agree. Like, how can you like have that plan to make a happy album? Like you premeditating that you're going to be happy later in life. Cause that's, mm-hmm. um, it's a good, hey, it's good optimism. It's but good optimism. It's just Speaking a weird thing to do existence. Yeah. Um, so he always, um, uh, so in his very first album that he released his debut album, um, he talks about how he's going to, he was going to therapy and that, um, the therapist was helping him so much, but he still had those demons. So he wanted to vent them on his albums. Hmm. And he said, once he gets all of his childhood out of the way, all of his demons, he vents all of that. That's when he's going to start evolving into the new person. It's a really cool idea. I think I, I just passed his generation. If that makes sense. Yeah. He's appealing to your age, and I just kind of missed out. Dude, on he's it. for sure a Gen Z vocalist. Yeah, because I look at him and go, "Listen, there's there can only be one Eminem." Yeah, MGK get fucked, NF not my thing, which is the old head, the old head uh, approach. But so my, I really like that NF. He doesn't want to be labeled a Christian rapper, but he always he never cusses in any of his songs. Hmm. 
um and he never has any that's admirable but he like has all Kinda these like that. aggressive songs that hit hard that you're like yeah oh my that God. you're like oh he's gonna say the f word any never. second now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're anticipating like oh here yeah, comes a bitch like, here oh, comes a fuck <laughs> damn it <laughs> um and then my last one brings us to like a new rap that i've fallen in love with and that's kind of taken the scene is uh, ian dior um Hmm. he's not leading the charge of this new kind of alternate rap, but he also is like one of the top alternate rap artists right now. Hmm. Um, he's kind of tying in that, like the electro rock to rap and like meshing it into like its own form of rap. That's kind of skewing off of the mumble rap and vocal rap. And- yeah. So how similar would you say he is to say juice world or a little Uzi bird? Um, I don't think he's similar at all. Okay. Um, I feel just like trying to gauge it. So, so I've Juice, never heard a Juice single World, song by him. <laughs> so Juice World was a very like lovey dovey, um, dark kind of vibe, but he also was still a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Uzi, I feel like he's always been part of like the mumble rap. Um, yeah, yeah he's a pretty good vocalist, but I feel like he's always kind of been like more skewed towards mumble rap. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, it took you that long to crack that, huh? Yeah. What are we? Thirty minutes in? Uh, thirty-seven. Damn. Yeah, I'm not um, a good boy. But yeah, good. Ian Dior is kind of like leading the charge for this like alternate rap that I'm like starting to really like. Hmm. I will. I will give him a listen. Yeah. As someone who expects you to look up golf content for the Masters week, I will do you a. A solid in return. <laughs> so his, we'll go listen to some his Dior. newest album is uh, f- like phenomenal. It's some of the best alternate rap I've heard. So that's how you would say is alternate rap. I keep hearing you say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he has like songs with Travis Barker on there. He mm. has songs with MGK. He has, uh, I think he has a song with Kid Cudi on one of his older albums. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like the new Kid Cudi, like the new albums that Kid Cudi is coming out with. Yeah. He's kind of like building off of that. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, that's just those are the rappers that I had for you. What an interesting list. I'm going to have to come back at you with some some real <laughs> hip hop knowledge, but Yeah, no, I just wanted to come day. at you with a list and just like gauge some questions based on That off was those cool. Rappers. Just so the listeners know, I didn't know that this was happening. You just kind of <laughs> threw this at me. I was like, "What are we going to talk about?" You're like, "I got it." I got it. I'm like, you're not going to fucking tell me? This <laughs> nope. is good. Yeah. This is I gave you the names of the rappers, but I didn't give you the questions or what I was going to talk That's about. That's good. You get my authentic <laughs> opinion on all of them. Yeah. And yours sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I will go listen to them and maybe get a follow-up feedback. Yeah. Um, and then the last question I sent you, I still don't think I've answered it myself. Wait, what? The ultimate crime. Okay. So... If you could commit any crime that you think you could get away with, what would it be? Um, I'd build a time machine and go back in time and kill baby Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a crime. I think that's a service to humankind. (laughs) Yeah, well, technically killing a baby I would think is a crime. But um, Nah, if you know it's Hitler, like, come on. So wait, you came up with this question and didn't come up with an answer? I, I've come up with an answer, but it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I just want to hear what you say and then I'm going to build off. And of you're going to build off of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I got, I got two things that came to mind. 
three things. Okay. One was sneaking candy in a uh, movie theater. <laughs> but Dude, why is this the exact line I thought you were going to go along? <laughs> I was like, he's going to choose some Just like some stupid steel, steel panties no, no, no. from Victoria's Secret. No, no, no. Okay. So I got, it is all stealing. So I think the obvious answer when you ask this to someone is, uh, come up with a way to legal or not legal, but like get away with robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. Like that's lame. So yeah, get a fucking here's life. my, here's my two. My first, well, it's kind of the same concept. No, no. Okay. I'll go with my favorite one. That's okay. <laughs> Think about when you drive through a Taco Bell drive through and when you, when they ask you, do you want hot sauce? Do they hand you one packet? No, they hand you like 47. Yeah. Do they fill that fucking okay. bag up? How many of those go unused? You know, a lot. How about you go to Taco Bell every day? You steal a handful, just, oh, just eat my tacos. You bottle that up. You brand it as your own. And you sell that shit in the stores. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they sell it on Amazon and it's Taco Bell branded. Okay, well, I'm going to get in on it. Get in on Here, Dude. Here's what I'm saying is it's not going to be Taco Bell branded because then that's how you would get in trouble. Yeah, it's going to be DJ Two Times branded. Yeah, you go the confidently unqualified hot sauce. Dude. Done. Hey, that might be a brand. Thank you. And then it gets on Hot Ones and then you become famous and then your podcast becomes famous. So hey, hot ones, hot ones, if you guys want to come on the podcast, we'll so, gladly do yeah, a Sean Evans, I'm sure you're listening right now. <laughs> so that's my crime and that's how I'm committing it mm-hmm. and getting away with it. So my other one, hang on real quick, yeah, was ahead. along the same lines and it would just be like buying something in bulk at self-checkout and then just not ringing up the right amount mm-hmm. and then like somehow reverse selling it and then you're making money because you're not buying as much. But that's not really, first of all, you might get caught before you're even making any <laughs> kind of actual money. Um, but yeah, random shout out to Joe McCarty. <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Big fan of the pod. Um, so one of the first ones I came up with was Grand Theft Auto. And then I was like, dude, that's so dumb. I would get caught so quickly because I'm like scared to go over the, like five over the speed limit. So if I, if I'm stealing a car, I'm like going to be scared. So I quickly went away from that and I was like, I think I could get away with assault. With what? Assault. Assault. Yeah. You know what that is? I've heard of assault. 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 You're joking. No, assault. Assault. Yeah, assault. You're going to assault someone? Yes. You mean insult? No, assault. Assault? (laughs) Don't understand what you're not getting right You're not pronouncing the A. Assault. 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 (laughs) Assault. Okay, comment below if I'm crazy or if Kate's crazy. You're saying assault. 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 Hey, what goes with pepper? Salt. Okay, now put an A in front of it. Assault. There you go. No, that's not how it is. Assault. Assault. (laughs) (laughs) You're lying. Anyways, I feel like Buck gave me some good tips about this. When we we saw that fight in Laughlin, Mm. he was like, why didn't he just run? I was like, yeah, why didn't he? He could go away so fast. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could definitely get away with assault. Assault. (laughs) you're not gonna drop that shit (laughs) how would you get away with assault i'm sorry just run away like 
His oh, yeah. yeah. They can't catch you. Yeah, they can't. No yeah. one's ever tried that. Dude, I'm fast as fuck. You're like Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Carmelo Anthony with one shoe. Okay. Yeah, imagine that. Okay. Well, tweet us at Unqualified Pod with uh, either what crimes you have gotten away with already. Um, we promise the cops aren't watching and we're not going to turn you in. Or Yeah, we don't have that many followers. I think you're still in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Uh, or what uh, crime you think you could get away with. Tweet us at Unqualified Pod. There you go. Comment below. Also, let let me and Cade know if he's pronouncing assault crazy or if it's me. That's not. If it, it might be my ears, but I think assault. Oh my god, it hurts every time. <laughs> it's like a cuss word. Yeah, it's like an alert in my brain. <laughs> it's alarm. That's not pronounced. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> That was a fun episode. That was different. We yeah. didn't talk sports. We didn't talk really news. We just talked some fun. Mm-hmm. Just guys being dudes, dudes shooting the shit guys. with the boys. Yeah. Just guys being dudes and dudes being guys. Dudes being guys. We'd yeah. love to see it. Well, thank you for tuning in all the way till the end for episode six of the Confidently Unqualified podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, do you have any closing remarks? We need a, a closing fun fact. This is Dude, a shout oh out to God. mom. I forgot to do that. Um Damn it. Uh, dolphins are hermaphrodites. Dolphins are the only other animal in the world that have sex for pleasure. Bingo. Sex with themselves? Sex for pleasure. With themselves, though, because they're hermaphrodites? Dude. We'll do some research. Tune in to the next yeah. episode to <laughs> find out. A little follow-up. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Love you, guys. Love you.